You're listening to the Live Fiercely Podcast episode number 22, and it is the second episode of the Ask Amber series. You ask, I tell. No filters. Let's go. Welcome to the Live Fiercely Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wilford. Each week, I'll empower you with tips to live your best life and tools to grow your direct sales business. So grab a cup of coffee, because you know I have one, and get ready to live fiercely. Jen says, I love your sunny, upbeat attitude. Do you ever get down? If so, what do you do to work through it? I mean, yeah, 100%. I absolutely do. I have my moments, but those are not the moments that I choose to go live on social media, right? You catch me in the dead of winter, I'm a struggle fest. Uh, But I deal with seasonal affect disorder and on cloudy days, it just affects my mood. So yeah, I mean, point being, absolutely. Um, But I also have systems, uh, things I do when I get in those moods. Uh, If you listen to my episode about gratitude, you'll know that I choose to feel the feels, right? Feel the frustration, feel the sadness, feel whatever's going on. And you know what? Sorry, guys, if you're listening, but I'm a girl. And sometimes our hormones are just nuts, right? And there's nothing you can do that really makes you feel better, but a good cry. So I do what I need to do to kind of feel those feels and then get myself out of that funk. Walk away from if it's a frustrating situation, I walk away from the situation. will legit lock myself in the bathroom if I have to. Turn on some music to jam. Uh, cry. Get out of the house if I can. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've lost my cool on my kids. And I just walk away. Go to my office. Go to my bedroom. Shut the door. And I just... And you just like let it out. And it just feels better. And then they try and come in and you're like, uh-uh. Mama needs a timeout. Like, get out of here. (laughs) We all know the feeling. But if it's a situation where I can walk away from instead of losing my mind, I try to do that. Like I talked about in the gratitude episode, I really try to come back to gratitude and finding things that I am grateful for in that moment. And I just list them out until it helps ease the frustration or whatever I have going on. Um, The times that I'm feeling down. It's the listing of things I'm grateful for. That gratitude practice will pull me through every time. Will I come out and be 100% and on top of the world and super pumped about life? No, not always. Sometimes it just puts me in a better place that I'm not losing my mind on everybody. Because, you know, we do that from time to time. Big, deep breaths also help me in those moments. We always tell the kids, just like we do when I sub with ECFE, smell the flowers, blow out the candle. And honestly, it's amazing what even for adults it can do for us to just take those deep breaths. It helps us to center our minds a little bit and just to refocus. So do what you got to do. Do something that brings you joy, something that is helpful for you in that moment no excuses. I don't care if you have a million things on your to-do list. It's not going to be a very productive day with that to-do list if you're not in the right mindset. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling bummed, frustrated, do 
something that brings you joy, something that will get you out of that place well enough to find some joy in that day. Jessica asked me, how do you handle small talk? I love meeting new people, but I hate small talk and find it awkward. What are some good topics? What are some things to avoid talking about? How do you remember all the new info for the next time you bump into them? This is a really good question. Um, this is a discussion that Clay and I have because he he also just is not, small talk's not his favorite thing, but I love small talk. I love the, just the little tidbits about how things are going for people, what's going on in their life, what their kids' names are, what their sister does. Like I, I love the small talk things. Um, and I have a gift at remembering people's names as well, but I think that that has also come with a lot of practice. So a couple of tips that come to my mind are when you meet somebody new and they tell you their name, imagine their name on their forehead. Remember something about their features that you repeat their name with. Like you meet Sally, she has red hair. Sally red hair, Sally red hair. And you just repeat it in your head a few times. Or you meet George who has a mole by his eye. George mole, George, like just little things that'll help you to remember that person. And um, I don't think we need to overthink small talk. Sometimes we're, we're in conversation with people and we just focus on our response. What is our response going to be? What am I going to say next? And we're not actually present with people. We're just too focused on what what the conversation is going to go to next and how are you going to keep the conversation going. But if you really just be present to their response, to what they have to say about their job, you know, they tell you what their job is and you ask them what that is, really be present in listening to what that is because if you are so focused on what you're going to say next you're going to miss some of what that person said and then the conversation cannot be quite as connective as it would be if you were to be all in in that regard and then another tip that I think really helps me as well and you guys I am far from perfect at this but if you have a conversation with somebody no matter how long or short it is if when that conversation is over you go through it in your mind it helps you to remember details of it for the future if you have a conversation you walk away you don't think about it till you see that person again you're probably not going to remember as many details as you would have otherwise so good topics I think if it's a new person you know, get to know them a little bit. What are their hobbies? Don't necessarily just have it be about what they do, but about who they are. What do you like to do in your spare time? How long have you been home with your kiddos? Do you love it? And if they do tell you about what their job title is and you don't know what it is, don't be afraid to ask them what that is and just get to know them on a little bit deeper level. And then again, just remember that you're not going to be perfect at remembering every little detail, but if if you can remember to do some of these things, it will be helpful for the next time you have a conversation with them. Nikki asked, what are some of your favorite healthy or non-healthy dinner recipes? Let's be real. It's whatever my hubby will cook. (laughs) I do not love to be in the kitchen. I would rather be elsewhere, but... If I'm going to cook, 
I love to make tacos, beef or chicken, but you can do tacos in so many ways. You can do it on a salad or a wrap or as nachos. Um, you can then take the leftover taco meat and make taco eggs and make some Mexican eggs the next day for lunch. So um, you can do it with guac, you know, with beans, with rice. There's a lot of different ways you can do tacos. So they're always a fallback for me. And well, my kids eat them. So there's that. Throwing chicken breasts in the crock pot with black beans, corn, and salsa. Again, another easy, great Mexican meal that I love to make that you can do again. Same thing, same concept. Mexican food's great like that. You can do it in multiple ways on a tortilla, on nachos, on rice. I also really like to make brinner. Yep, breakfast for dinner. Yeah, scrambled eggs are a go-to as well. Uh, depending on what kind of breakfast meat we might have, I might throw some ham in there, maybe some taco meat, uh, bacon, sausage might be hash browns i might make um pancakes or waffles on the side amongst my friends that there's a recipe that goes around it's not originally mine but i started making it and now now everybody calls it amber's waffles but it's a really great recipe it's whole wheat it's got flaxseed in it and so it's uh, a good good treat uh, but also has some great health benefits to it as well. So Brenner is always a good one for me. And then, I mean, chicken in the crock pot, like throw in the crock pot, shredded chicken, you can throw it, uh, do so many different things with shredded chicken, right? So again, for me, cooking is super simple. Clay will go all out. I mean, our favorite meal that he makes is smoking, he'll smoke a pork butt on the smoker for, you know, 12 hours. And then we have pork for pretty much that whole week and we will make carnitas with it. We'll throw it on wraps. We'll make barbecued nachos with it. Um, so that's one, of, that's one of my favorites that he makes. But I also love when he does like whole chickens or whole turkeys because you have that leftover meat for the week and you can do different things with it. And then you can take the leftovers and do soups and other, other meals with that as well. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ask Amber series. If you have any questions for me, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM, email me, text me what questions you might have. Remember, there's no boundaries on what you can ask and there's no filters on my end. See you next time for another episode of the Ask Amber series. Thanks for listening to the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love what you heard today, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button so you never miss when a new episode drops. And be sure to leave me a review or take a screenshot and tag me over on social where I will feature you in my Insta stories. Until next time, girlfriend, keep on living fiercely.